0: Hello, lovely people, and welcome to episode 22 of Nath's Pod. Uh, I hope you are um, staying healthy and gradually finding your new routine, your new uh, groove as we move through this time. Um, Because, yeah, it seems to me people are in one of two extremes. Uh, They're either stuck inside with not a lot to do, or well, life seems to have got amazingly busy trying to juggle family and work and everything else at home. Or, or maybe you're someone who's on the front lines, a doctor, nurse, police, whatever, uh, uh, fighting this virus, trying to help people. Um, but whatever camp you're in, um, whether you're, it's really quiet for you or incredibly busy, do stay safe and try and connect with people Uh, in some way safely in some way Uh, there are Facebook groups out there I know Um, and if you'd like to you can tweet the pod that's at pod underscore Nath that's at P-O-D underscore N-A-T-H or you can connect with this podcast on Facebook I've just set up a Facebook page for the pod so uh, just search for Nath's pod and you should hopefully find it But however you do it try and connect with others at this time because I've found that it just really helps just FaceTiming people or Skyping people or seeing people on Google Hangouts and stuff. Uh, Sometimes it's tricky to get all the tech going if you haven't done it before, but persevere, uh, you know, get through because it just, it's really helpful at this time. So do try and do that. And if you want to, like I say, you can connect with the pod on Twitter or Facebook and I'd love to hear from you. Uh, so anyway, on to this episode. So this week, I wanted to take a quick look at four things that I've noticed in my life that have stopped me um, kind of giving what's inside of me, letting out what's inside of me. And hopefully this this might help you see some of the things that might be stopping you if you have dreams and things that you have inside that you want to get out. Right. So a quick disclaimer Before we start, right at the beginning, um, I can't say that I have all the answers for getting past these, or that I um, never think in these ways now, but I do hope that this might um, highlight something to you, show you something, and help you uh, begin to tackle something that you might struggle with, okay? Uh, So the first one we're going to start with is Permission. Now, I've often found it hard to let out what's inside or to start exploring new avenues because I felt there that, that I need permission from someone to do it. Um, and I don't know if this starts in school with having to get permission to do anything. You have to put your hand up to do whatever you want in school. Just sit at the desk, do your work. Um, uh, but it seems that I've taken this into my adult life almost, right? It's like I've had these dreams, but I won't act on them, really. And but if someone asks me to do something, asks me to do one that kind of lines up with something I'd like to do, then I'll be able to get going. Um, but the thing is, I've realised people probably aren't going to just come up to you and ask you what you ask you to do, what you've always wanted to do, right? So this podcast is a great uh, uh, example of that. Because I, I think thought about doing a podcast for a few years and just never really got around to it. Um, and I don't really quite know what I was waiting for. I was probably waiting for someone to say, oh, can you do this? And I would go, yes, yeah, definitely. But in the end, I just got to the point where I thought, right, I've just got to do this and go for it. Uh, so the phrase I try and remember to kind of push past this, you know, always needing permission thing is, is that the light is green, The light is green Um, because waiting for permission can be like going through life, through your life's journey with like every traffic light you come to stuck on red and then waiting there for someone or something to change it to green. And often what happens is, as, as Richard Raw says, we often only move forward through experiencing either great love or great suffering. Okay, those tend to be the two things that actually move us forward when we get stuck or where we're kind of waiting for something. But maybe I can move forward in a different way by assuming that these lights are green. Okay, if I'm keeping love in my heart and keeping that as my guide, I can go forward without needing someone's permission and I can help people on my way as I go, right? It's not just dreaming but creating, Right. As you know, James one in the Bible talks about uh, uh, not being hearers of the word, but being doers of the word. Okay, let's not let's not just be dreamers, people who have lots of ideas, but let's be people who create and we move through life thinking that the light is green. And the great way about moving through life like that, I think, is that suddenly when there is a big red light, you notice it. Okay you notice that, oh, hang on, this has changed, I shouldn't do this, or something's come up that I I shouldn't go that way. It actually makes it more obvious where you need to stop than if you imagine everything's a stop sign and you're just waiting for the green light. So remember this, the light is green. Uh, The second thing is comparison. And I'm sure we, we all struggle with this. Uh, you know, I used to think that I, I don't have anything to give to others because what I do have isn't good enough. You know, you watch people doing what you want to do or you see people doing these amazing things and you just think, I I can't do what they do. And so suddenly I, I would count myself out before I'd even started. You know, I I'd be comparing myself to someone who'd been crafting or making or studying something for years and years decades you know even and think that because I I couldn't do what they're doing it wasn't even worth trying okay now when you hear that you realize that it's it's just not a fair comparison to make when when you actually read it like that or hear it like that it's like you wouldn't give a, a kid some poster paint and some paper and then say to them you know I want you to create a Rembrandt uh and if you if you can't then obviously you're not going to be a painter it's just unfair to ask anyone to do that let alone a kid and not only just asking them to do that but then making a judgment about them him or her uh as a person based on that one piece of work based on what they did at that point okay it's unfair to think think of ourselves like that when someone lays it out like that you realize yeah that's a really silly thing to think and even as i mentioned last episode you know it's uh, we we've all had experiences through life and so we're all going to bring something different to whatever it is we're doing at that point whatever task whatever thing we've been asked to do and if you set, i imagine if you set a group of people exactly the same tasks writing a story or a song or creating a business plan or something you're you're going to find that probably you have people every person coming up with something different so not only can comparing ourselves to others keep ourselves stuck where we are but it's fairly pointless because you're not meant to create and give exactly what somebody else has created or given You're meant to give what you have to give. You're meant to let out what is inside you. That's why you're here. So comparison, no good. It's just a silly thing to do. You're your own person. You're connected to everybody else, but you're your own person with unique experiences and worldviews, And we need to hear those. So let that out. So the third thing is failure. And I think this is the one thing that underlies everything that stops us giving what's inside of us and creating something. We don't want to fail or make mistakes. And I don't think anyone that's ever walked on this planet has actually ever wanted to fail at anything. So for me, I always try and remember that no one sets out to fail, but that we will inevitably fail at some point. We will inevitably make a mistake. And, you know, that's just a part of life. So if we can try and remember that, that everybody fails sometimes, then that's going to help us. No one is perfect. No one is, no one gets it hundred percent. And actually often the most successful people are the ones who have failed the most in their lives. They were, before they had the great success, they would probably have been seen as a bit of a failure because they kept trying and kept missing the mark. And I'm sure you, you know, we all remember the story of Thomas Edison trying to invent the light bulb. He made around about I think it was like a 1000 unsuccessful attempts at creating the light bulb. And and I know that during that time he tried more than 6000 different materials for the filaments in them. So the filament is the part of the bulb that actually produces the light that, you know, that makes it a light bulb um which is mad right a thousand attempts and six thousand different materials just trying to work out what was the best one to create the most light the most efficient way Uh, and there's this famous story about a reporter uh, asked him what it was he asked him what it was like to fail a thousand times and edison replied i didn't fail a thousand times the light bulb was an invention with a thousand steps. Now, that is a better way of looking at failure because you're always learning something. You're every moment of your day, every moment of your life, you can learn something. And in fact, you probably learn more when you fail than when you succeed everything's going well you just keep doing the same thing thinking oh this is great but when you fail you're forced to try and find a different way you're forced to learn more ways of of overcoming problems and another thing about failure is uh, that failure it doesn't define who you are so toddlers when they're learning to walk they fall over hundreds of times but possibly even thousands of times but they keep on going because they know that eventually They will learn how to master this skill. Mum and dad can do it. I can do this. And they don't let falling on their backside become their identity. I once heard someone say um, that just because a toddler falls over uh, and over again, we don't just give up on them and say, well, maybe they're just not a walker. Maybe they're, they're just meant to be a crawler for the rest of their lives. You would never talk about that to do with a toddler. And so let's not think of ourselves like that. Let's not, let's not judge ourselves in, in that way. That just because something does or doesn't go well, it doesn't mean that we're any better or worse than anyone else. Or that we're, we're any more or less of a person. At the end of the day, it's the people who try that succeed. And sometimes we might have to fail a thousand times or more, like Thomas Edison... But as long as we get back up and keep going, you know, like a toddler learning to walk, something will eventually begin to take shape and something will come out and something will bless this world that is all around us. And the last thing I want to say something on is success. Uh, So let's turn to the Bible. And um, in Luke 21, uh, it says it's talking about Jesus and that he was in the temple and he was sat there and he was watching the rich people putting their gifts into the collection box. Okay, And then in verse two, it says that a poor widow came by and dropped in two small coins. Uh, now, in modern terms, the coins that she put in were probably worth, They think, about like two pence or two cents, if you're American. Um, and then in verses three and four, Jesus says this. I tell you the truth, this poor widow has given more than all the rest of them, for they've given a tiny part of their surplus, but she, poor as she is, has given everything she has. And with success, we often get into the mindset that it is uh, having lots of followers, or money, or being incredibly famous in some way, Um, And that is, that is one way of being successful, of seeing success, you know, and those rich people putting in their, their, their offering into the box um, may well have a big impact on the world and the people around them because of the amount that they've given. Okay. But what if the two coins, the widow put in the box help just one person? would I be able to call that a success? Jesus saw that the most important thing that the widow did was was to give everything that she has. And we often look at numbers and gauge success by that because that's quite an easy thing to measure. You know, the numbers go up or that's better, the numbers go down or that's worse. But Jesus seems to see it differently. Maybe the thing that we're creating and trying to build and give away um, to help others isn't meant for thousands or millions of people. What if it's just meant to have its impact in your village, in your community? Your friendship group, right? What if it was just 12 people that you needed to enact a change that will go all the way around the world. Would we be able to call that a success? Because it's not about the amount we give, it's the quality of what we give. It's never the quantity, it's always the quality. And when we give our rule to something, we will create something that will make a difference in our lives and other people's lives and all of those people that we meet well thank you so much for listening to this episode I do hope you've enjoyed it stay safe and healthy and if you do want to get in contact you can find us on Twitter at at pod underscore Nath or on Facebook just search uh, for Nath's pod but as always remember this I love you